Hello and welcome to Style and Substance, a branding and business podcast for inspired and empowered entrepreneurs. I'm Elizabeth Cairns and together with my fabulous co-host Fiona Humberstone, we're here to help you sidestep the hustle, keep joy at the forefront of your work and champion a more meaningful and sustainable approach to business. We'll talk about everything from purpose to productivity, from colour psychology to creativity, where to start and how to keep going, how to stay inspired, empowered, and more importantly, sane in the process. We hope you enjoy the show. And if you do, please like, share, subscribe, and keep listening. Hello and welcome back to Style and Substance Podcast. It is so good to be back, isn't it? It's brilliant. Yeah, really looking forward to today because we are finally going to tackle that, no pressure on you, Elizabeth, but that big topic (laughs) of purpose. And I can't wait to dig into this some more with you. Yeah, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. And it it does feel like a lot of pressure because we've we've talked about this a lot and it feels like such a pivotal subject. But I think what we've realised is we'll always have loads more to say on this, but we need to get something out there. Yes, yes, we do. And and in brainstorming what we were going to talk about, it kind of just felt like, well, everything comes back to purpose, doesn't it? You know, do we talk about passion? Do we talk about not burning out there's so many things that just come back to purpose that this is really where we need to start yeah definitely so we're talking about purposeful work and what that means to the empowered and the inspired entrepreneur and yeah it's really juicy it is juicy so so what do you mean when you're talking about purposeful work what do you mean by that well it's really work that is really connected to what is important what is important mm-hmm for ourselves in terms of our beliefs and our values, what's important about what we bring to the world. It has a quality to it that, that has a bit of weight. You know, Mm. it has meaning. It it enables us to be fulfilled and it's going in a certain direction. You know, it wants to achieve something. It has some Mm. kind of mission, some kind of vision, some sense of we're about something here. Does it always have to be something quite worthy? No. And. It depends what you define as worth. It doesn't have to be world-changing, absolutely not. But what I do know about purpose is it will have an intersection point with somebody else other than yourself. I suppose what I'm getting at is if if I run a business where I'm making beautiful lampshades, yeah, that's probably not changing... Ah. The world. Well, I beg to differ. So (laughs) if I talk to... Not that I'm in any way advocating for lamp change change to the face of the world. But actually, if you look at that, you know, I work with a lot of artists and you Mm. do a lot of designers. I have a wonderful artist that I work with. The purpose of her work is to bring joy. Yeah. You know, very simply, beautiful paintings Mm. to bring joy to somebody's home. Yeah. So it doesn't all have to kind of link back to sustainability or No, you don't have to be changing the climate. You don't have to be changing the system. I mean, I'd love it if everybody was, just so you know. (laughs) However bringing joy into mm. people's homes and spaces yeah. for me is well that I mean it's incredibly world, worthy and yeah, incredibly yeah, yeah. world yeah. changing yeah yeah um, so we can have a business that on the surface might look like it's not world changing but actually yeah it might um, appear to be superficial but ultimately purpose is linked to values yeah it's linked to what's important to us but I think mm. this piece about the intersection with somebody else our purpose I think as people and as entrepreneurs If it's only serving us and if it's only referencing us, Mm. it's probably not our purpose. Well, it's also, just from a communication point of view, 
very difficult to connect with. Yeah, people you know, aren't going to get excited about, you know, so so your purpose is to earn six figures or whatever it is or mm. to have a certain number of employees by a certain mm. period in time. Mm. Nobody else is going to get excited about that because well, nobody benefits them. them. No, no, exactly. Yeah, so okay. your purpose is going to involve something that benefits somebody else. Mm. You don't necessarily have to shout it from the rooftops, but some people, some brands trade mm. off their purpose and yeah. that's what brings people on board. Mm. And if you think about, it's probably easy to answer in the flip side, really. If you don't have purpose, you just sort of flotsam and jetsam a little bit and you're ticking a few boxes and you might be getting some stuff done. But when you have real purpose, it's this galvanizing sense of, yeah, we're here to do something that matters. And Mm. that's quite exciting, I think. Yeah. And how common do you think that is? How many business owners that you meet are maybe clear on what their purpose is or have crafted businesses that are on purpose yeah I think I'm very lucky by the nature of the work that I do that a lot of the people I speak to are on purpose yeah or they're coming to me at the very outset because they know that they really want to be on purpose so I'm really lucky that there is that energy behind Mm. a lot of the businesses that I speak to and I would hope that that's the case in most of the entrepreneurial endeavors that we engage in because and I'm not saying that you're not on purpose if you're working for someone else or you're in corporate or it doesn't mean that you you know you can only have purpose if you're an entrepreneur because that's definitely not the case but I would think in the entrepreneurial field the intersection between what matters to us in life and what we want to bring and our gifts and our talents should very much be part of that and Mm. in most people I speak to it is. And actually, if it isn't, the challenges that they're encountering and the problems that we have to solve and the the conversations that we get into often come back to, well, how do we get more purpose in this? Yeah. And that's the answer to the things that are tripping them up. And why does that matter that you're bringing more purpose into this? Well, if you don't have it, particularly when things get difficult, it's very easy to abandon ship. Yeah. If there isn't something deeper within you that's that's pulling you forward, that's calling you to something, the metal that we can call upon to get mm. through tough times is a bit more flimsy. Mm. So I think there's there's a bit of that. And it means that, I mean, for me, I always look at things very philosophically. It means that when we get to the end of life, we can look back and go, we've done something. Yeah. Yeah. We're not going to have those regrets and which is why your purpose really has to dovetail into all the facets of your life. And you can be purposeful in lots of different areas of life, mm. but when you're crafting a business on purpose, then it has to have some very key criteria, I think. So what would they be? Ooh. <laughs> that and I thought I set myself up here and I don't know what I'm going to say. <laughs> um well, I think it's really about how how you find it and what you need to be looking at to sort of establish what that sweet spot of work on purpose is. Mm. And I think I talk about this in the book, but I often talk about this intersection between your passion, what you really love, what you're really engaged by, your gifts and your talents, your skills, what you are uniquely very talented or very skilled at in the world. Mm. And the intersection of those two things with who do you want to serve? Probably a better way of approaching that is... um, is a process that Matt McCartney uses. So Matt McCartney is the founder of Embercombe, which is a beautiful valley in Devon. Mm-hmm. And Matt's work is around leadership development, okay. personal leadership development. He's hot on purpose. Yeah. Um, and he works with corporates as well. And a lot of his work is focused on 
sustainability and he's very engaged in the challenges with climate. And I went to a, a talk that he gave in Marlow actually last week. Mm. And he was talking about this same thing. And he asked people three questions to get to their core purpose. Okay. And it's, what do you most deeply and profoundly love? Mm-hmm. What are your greatest gifts in the world? And what do you feel most responsible for? Mm. And those questions, when you sit with them, really do come back to, it's probably more centrally, life purpose. Yeah. We can apply those in business. And the room often goes very quiet after he's posed those questions. <laughs> oh my God, do I actually know? Like, really? <laughs> like, what is it I most profoundly love? What am I actually good at? And I think if we haven't sat with any of those questions at any point, or we've just taken it for granted what we're good at because of what other people have told us, yes. or because we just come across it, yeah. if we haven't really sat deeply with those questions, then we can end up being... And I, I sort of see this a lot in Buddhist terminology that we talk about being on Dharma, you know, being on your path. Mm. Quite often we can have one foot on the path and one foot slightly off. So we're sort mm. of close to our purpose, but not quite on it. And I think there really is an invitation to sit and think and embody and go really deep with those questions. Mm. Because if you're really curious about finding what you're here to do, then they're worth answering. But that's not necessarily easy. Yeah, but what I love about when you've talked about Dharma in the past, what really strikes me from a business point of view is that when we're all on our purpose and we're playing to our strengths, so this is all terms that I would use, but I think they go back to everything you're saying. There is no competition. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So it makes doing business so much easier, doesn't it? Because you're not worried about not measuring up against anybody else or because you are absolutely in your magic I guess in your magic that as well yeah so there's there's reduced commercial competition and there's also if I look at the bigger impact of that in in families in communities in countries in continents in the world Mm -hmm. If everybody's in their sweet spot of their purpose and their lane, all of the stuff that needs to get solved in the world, all of the problems that we need to tackle, all of the wonderful creativity and art that needs to be part of our society, all of the things that need to get explored, it all gets done Mm. because everybody's purpose is unique. Yeah. Everybody is singing to that unique tune of their own. Mm. Then you get this wonderful chorus. Yeah. And everything's covered. And that's what's really exciting for me because I, th- I think we are, we are designed very uniquely to have distinct purpose. And a lot of that is informed by our backstory, where we've come from, our life experience. Everybody's purpose is very distinctly unique. And I think the more granular we can get with that, the more exciting it is. Mm. And the more opportunity there is to meet the challenges we face and also to bring the richness that is possible. Yeah. And just to pick back up on that theme of no competition before we move on, Mm. obviously, even if you're on your unique purpose and you've carved out your unique niche, that doesn't mean that people that haven't yet found their purpose aren't snapping at your heels. (laughs) (laughs) So it doesn't completely mitigate. But I do think you you still have that inner confidence and Mm. that knowing that actually you're doing your very best work, you know, and this all links into excellence and the mm. magic and, and all that stuff, doesn't it? But I think being on your sense of purpose in your work 
really does give you this I can't it gives you some kind of protection yeah I think yeah it, it creates a sort of field around you mm. that is about confidence and also is infused with passion yeah it's very difficult to be on purpose and and not be sort of tarred with the passion brush yeah and then that's really infectious so that then makes people want to work with you because yeah. actually if they are so passionate about what they do why would I not want a piece of that yeah, absolutely. And passion, if we just dip into that briefly, has so many benefits in an empowered business. I mean, we need to be cultivating our passion all the time mm-hmm. as a as a way to support our purpose, but also just as a way, like you say, to support business in general, because it really does enable us to create this magic around our work that, mm-hmm. that isn't there and, and, and pulls us through. Yeah, it makes it interesting and means that we're continually learning. One of the things, again, another hallmarker of people on purpose is, is they're not stuck in a place. If you're on purpose, you're moving, you're growing, you're evolving, you're changing. And by default, you're learning all the time. Yeah. So there's a sort of curious edge. There's a hunger mm. for your work and your business and where you're next going to go if you're on purpose. Mm. It's not a stagnant thing. It's not, oh, I found it. I'm fixed in it. But it's also not flitting about, is it? So it, no, it's purposeful for want of a better word. <laughs> you know, it's, it's not that your business will be unrecognizable 10 years on. No, but it will have evolved and grown into itself and, yeah. and probably be- grown up, mature, yeah. I guess, as well. Yeah. Would you say? Yeah, because fundamentally, the values underneath that purpose will be fairly consistent. Yeah, your core values will be consistent, and they'll be driving you. And then you can be asking yourself questions like, well, if I'm serving this audience, or if I'm serving this group of people, how can I best serve them next is the evolving arm of it? Mm. Or what can I create next, if that's your driver? As long as your values sit at the heart of it, there will be a I know you hate the word consistency, but there will be a congruence. There will be an alignment. I don't hate consistency. I just, I think it's used in a way sometimes that that sort of abdicates any need for flair and creativity. And, you know, we default to consistency of brand without engaging our creative minds. And that, yeah. that's not fun. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, consistency, I get it. You know, you, it's about people knowing what to expect from you, knowing what to stand for. Mm. Um, yeah. And actually, I'm just looking at the Sarah Raven catalogue on my desk. Mm. I mean, she's a brand that has been around. She's a brand. She's a brand. She's also a person. <laughs> her brand has been around ever since, well, I think I discovered her just before I had Ellie. Mm. And her passion for colour and sustainability you know she's she's really there's things that have evolved about the way that she gardens the color palettes that she puts in her catalog now Mm -hmm. but she still stands for the same thing and that's driven by a real passion and purpose yeah what she does so this is all sounding so inspiring and and so powerful and I wonder if there are any clients that spring to mind that are really good examples for you of entrepreneurs that are really have crafted a business that is really on purpose I mean the first person that comes to mind who has both passion and purpose is Marion Boswell yes so Marion is a landscape architect and 
has been in the field for a long time mm. and she is endlessly passionate about sustainability, listening to the land and changing actually the face of landscape architecture and creating sensitive garden design, creating something that's in synergy. And one of their design principles in the studio is that their designs, they have longevity. So they come into their own in a hundred years or whatever. Yeah, That's not amazing. to say they don't look absolutely beautiful the instant they're created. Yeah, they yeah. Do. But she's thinking about the long-term element of it. Yeah. And because that's her passion and, and her purpose is to really shift people's minds in this, and she's very awake to the climate crisis, you know, she has a hunger and a drive to get this word out there. She did a brilliant mm-hmm. TED talk a couple of years ago. She's just released her first book, Sustainable Gardens. She really is on fire with yeah. this movement. Mm-hmm. And it's very congruent with who she is as a person. You know, she lives and breathes this in yeah. her personal life, in what she reads, in who she connects with. You know, when you're on purpose, it's a sort of whole life, whole body consuming thing. So you don't have to live in silos and compartments in your life. Mm. Your your work isn't sort of fractured from everything else that's important to you. When you're on purpose, it translates at every level in the business. Mm. So your the vision, the mission of what you're, you and your team are working towards is very clear. You all know yeah. where you're headed. The principles that underpin your work, like I was saying, the design principles are very clear and very crafted and aligned with that purpose. And your operating principles are as well. As an organization on purpose, you'll also have done the work of understanding your values, what is really important to you. And those will filter through at every level in the organization. And it's not as simple as just writing those values out and sticking them on the wall. It's going, how do these translate in day-to-day operations? And all of that creates the feeling of an organization on purpose. You know, we understand our values. We understand the behaviors that underpin that. We understand where our boundaries are, who we're going to take on and who we're not going to take on. Mm -hmm. And if you think about the commercial benefits of that is it makes you really laser focused. And then you can really own your niche, become known for that, build a reputation get the referrals you need because you're not prepared to do those things that fall outside of the remit of what you stand for as an organization or as an individual. What purpose brings you is clarity. And if that clarity is translated and congruent throughout the whole organization or everything you do and all your messaging, it creates attraction and something that's very clear about what people are buying into. Yes, it's that sense of momentum and purpose, isn't it? That mm. is so key. I'm just reminded of that client that we share who certainly came to me very proud that they had a clear purpose. Mm. And their purpose to their mind was how many employees they were going to have in yeah. the next five years and how much they were going to sell their company for. And whilst that might be something to strive for, mm. I think we both felt quite strongly that that was not an appropriate well, it was a goal, not a purpose. Yeah. yeah. So shall yeah. we unpack that a little bit more? Yeah, I think that's really useful. So if I talk about the structure of it, when you have purpose, you will have goals. Yes. But just because you have goals, it doesn't necessarily mean you have purpose. And I guess just because you have purpose doesn't mean that you don't need goals. You still need goals yeah. as a business to operate commercially. So we're not saying it's 
one or the other, are we? But we're saying don't mix the two. And if you have a goal, don't assume that it means you have purpose. Yeah. And don't assume it's on purpose, I guess, either. Well, exactly. So a goal, I mean, we're, this is, we're getting right into the, into the weeds <laughs> of it, aren't we? But, you know, a goal will give you purpose. Yeah. But are, if your goals are not on purpose with your organisation, if they're not aligned at a deeper level, if they don't really tap into something within you or within, in, in the case of that client, within the organisation that is a visceral sense of what really matters here, then you can achieve a goal, but it will be a bit of a slog and it won't switch people on in the organization in the same way as being on purpose will. Mm. I mean, for me, the red flag is if the purpose is to do with hitting a number, Yeah, I think I will go out on a limb and say that's not a purpose. I wonder if it ever is. I was just thinking you were going to say that and I was thinking, what what about in the city where people are, you know, they're very much driven by the numbers. Yeah, they're driven by the numbers, but those are the key performance indicators of whether they're on track with what they want to achieve. So how many acquisitions do you want to make? How much trading do you want to do? Yeah. What's the point of that? You know, the purpose of the purpose of the stock market in the city is to keep capitalism going. So that's the purpose. <laughs> <laughs> and the key performance indicators of that are what are they doing with inflation and what are they doing with share prices and all yeah. of that. So so yeah, I don't I don't think it is ever about the numbers. Our purpose is so intrinsically linked to who we are and the story behind us and the gifts and the talents we bring that it can't be reduced to a number are we defining your purpose as what you want to do with your business is that what we're saying or not for me as an empowered entrepreneur the line between your purpose in life and your purpose in work should be melded for me so this is about yeah you as a person in the world what are you bringing what is your unique gift and how do you create a business around that that works commercially is what I get really excited about and there yeah. are lots of ways yeah. that we can be pulled off that so I'm thinking about another wonderful client who's literally come to me for that reason I need to find my purpose I've been looking for my purpose my entire life and I'm in my 50s now and I really, really need to make this work now. And this is someone who's had successful businesses and, you know, been a very successful Mm. person in the world, but there's something missing. And this is the key piece. When you're on purpose, you don't have that feeling that something's missing. And what comes up really interestingly is it's very easy to go down a route that is expected by family, by system, by education, Mm. by the patriarchy of... Get a, pro- get a professional job, get a professional qualification, get a something that tells you you're good enough in this field, according to everybody mm-hmm. else. And if particularly you're someone who's creatively driven, that stuff isn't really validated in our system. It's not validated enough. No. So you can get thrown off track. But the problem with getting thrown off track down those routes is it might be successful to a point, but you're never going to have that quality of magic that you're able to get if you're bringing your whole self to the party. Mm. And what also came up for this fabulous, wonderful woman was when we hit on what the sweet convergence of all of those things in her past and this love of creativity came to be, is she needed to to have a permission slip written to go and do it. Yeah, And that's a really big deal because quite often our purpose, even when we do hit on it and we know it clearly, we still resist it. Because it might not be okay by somebody else's standard or even the standard we've internalized for ourselves based on our upbringing, based on society, based on the culture. So sometimes we need permission to follow our purpose 
And that's when it becomes mm. really interesting for me. It's like, okay, well, how mm. do you galvanize someone into allowing? When you give yourself permission to be on purpose and to have passion, you're giving yourself permission to enjoy your work and be inspired. Yeah, we're talking about the commercial case for this and and that it does make doing business mm. easier, but also we're big on you enjoying the work yeah. that you're doing. And there's real validity in in that side of things. And it not having to be a struggle yeah. every day you go to work, it not having to be hard. You know, certainly the grammar school that I went to, managing to do things that were difficult was really valued. Yeah. Doing things that came easily, that wasn't really valued. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we get into this, you know, that's how you build resilience by always doing the difficult stuff. And there is something in that, but it's not the whole picture. No. Um, and no. so we, we've sort of been conned into thinking that we, we can't have ease and flow, but actually commercially, the more ease and flow you have, the better things become in general. Yeah. And yeah. that's not to say that you won't be working hard. I mean, we've said this so many different times, haven't we? But it doesn't have yeah. to feel like it's hard work. And the thing about purpose is even when it does feel like it's hard work, there's something that's higher that's calling you Mm -hmm. towards it that says, no, this is worth it because this is what we're going for. This is the difference we're going to make. These are the people I'm going to impact. This is what it's going to bring to my family. This is, you know, you're connected in with something that means that that work is worth it. Mm. And and then you can reframe that. It's like, well, I'm doing this for a point. Climbing Everest is not easy. But people do it (laughs) because they want to get to the top. Yeah. So I wonder if people are inspired to bring more purpose to their work. How do they know? Either they know that they've got it or how do they know that actually they're a bit off Mm. at the moment or that they haven't defined it enough? When you're closer to your purpose, you feel lighter, freer and more Mm. energised. Yeah. When you're working away from your purpose, it feels heavier, mm. harder. There's more self-doubt. Mm. That doesn't mean you don't get those things when you're on purpose, you know, because I know at that point at which just before you hit the final go on brand brilliance yeah. or the final, there's a sudden crushing doubt of, oh yeah, my yeah. God, you know, <laughs> is this actually going to be okay? Of course, you absolutely yeah. get that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm not saying there's the absence of that, but it's just generally lighter and freer. If you can answer the questions, what do I stand for or what do I stand against? Then you know that you've explored some of that area. You know, what's the point of Mm. us here? What are we here to bring that is more than just meeting the numbers? We'll give you an indication of whether you've... Yeah. Us being the company rather than humanity. (laughs) Well, both. (laughs) And, And those three questions that Mac poses, if you don't know the answers to those questions then there's still deeper purpose to be found. You know, Mm. what is it I truly, deeply and profoundly love? What are my greatest gifts? And where do I feel the greatest responsibility? Those questions are really worth pondering. And it takes time and you can do that in lots of different ways. And, And I think purpose can evolve over time and we can look back and see the threads and make sense of it. For very few people, it hits them like a light bulb in this great epiphany moment of, oh my God, yes. I mean, I've had that happen a few times, but it's not often like that. So we're sort of gradually tacking and jibing, steering ourselves on this ship towards that and using the compass of 
Is this more joyful? Is this lighter? Is this freer? Is this easier? Is this, does this feel like something meaningful and worthwhile? Because when you're on purpose, your work and your life has meaning. If I'm speaking to an entrepreneur who feels like they've lost a bit of the point, mm. I'd want them to come back to, why am I doing this in the first place? And there'll be scales of purpose. Starting close to home, what is it for myself I wanted to create? Yeah, and I, I'm just thinking about, you know, what that feels like for that entrepreneur that's lost the point. Their business is probably stagnating. Absolutely, isn't it? their creativity will be. Yeah. And so getting back into your sense of purpose, reminding yourself of what this is, is going to regenerate some yeah. of that energy. Yeah. And there are different levels of doing that. So you yeah. start close to home and you go, yeah. firstly, why am I in business for myself mm. in the first place? Yeah, yeah. What's the lifestyle I wanted to create from this? Because mm. ultimately that will be a significant question mm. because not everybody is geared up to being an entrepreneur. So then, yeah, so we're looking at that next level out of what am I here to bring to my clients? How can I best serve them? What is it I want to change in my industry or mm. the experience that people are having and my point of difference? And then if you, you know, if you really want to get deeper mm. and navel gazing and more existential, you take it another level out and you're thinking about, okay, well, well, what's my purpose as a human being here? Mm. I really believe that everybody has a very distinct purpose. And mm. when all of those individual purposes come together, we create this sort of beautiful fabric of humanity that means that everything sings along beautifully and the reason mm. it doesn't is because people get pulled off their purpose yes. when we're all in alignment there's room for everybody yeah. there's no such thing as competition yeah. you know all of that stuff you goes don't get away that sense of threat no do you? you don't because you're, no you're one's really your... yeah, yeah you really <laughs> and whether that's sort of a business niche or just a sense of you being able to take up space as a human being mm. you know if you're living on purpose it's like everybody can shine their light in their own yeah. way and it feels good yeah yeah so then you're asking yourself well, what's the point? Mm. Wider. What do I really believe in? You absolutely mm. can hit on it in a meeting, in a team building day, on a walk in the woods or what have you, or thrashing it out in a short space of time. But you have to be open to checking in that you're still getting this sense of full-bodied excitement, really, I suppose, or pull mm. or... and. Um, and that's the thing, actually. This is an important distinction. So this came up in a conversation with a client yesterday who has just given themselves permission to pursue areas in their work that are really easy and really joyful and still within mm. gifts and talents. And previous to that, they had a very, very strong sense of purpose, incredibly powerful, incredibly aligned, very authentic, values-driven, made sense at every level but it was it was a purpose that came with an awful lot of responsibility and an awful mm. lot of pressure and what this person found was that that amount of responsibility and pressure meant that they weren't living their best life yeah and that they weren't innate it wasn't enabling them to enjoy their work to the same level so you can be on right. purpose and slogging at it and I suppose yeah. for me, I get more excited about a purpose that feels joyful and yeah. that yeah. enables us to live a quality. And maybe that's selfish. I can imagine, you know, if I think about someone like Greta Thunberg, you know, she's on purpose. I can't imagine mm -hmm. that life is a bunch of roses for her most of the time. And that doesn't mean that yeah. that purpose isn't valid. 
but yeah. it's about choosing, particularly when you bring the commercials into something. I know mm-hmm. from experience that business is easier and it makes more commercial sense if there's more flow. And flow is yeah. not created through worry, through resistance, through fear, through pressure, through resentment, through mm-hmm. any of those things that are created when you're under yeah, pressure yeah. by a purpose mm-hmm. that is just too weighty for you. Too yeah. much. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I guess the last thing we probably want to be thinking about is once you've defined that purpose or a you know a close to version of it, I guess what you're saying is that over time you're going to hone and refine mm. that. And I, and I think that's what I've done with the brand stylist. My purpose hasn't really changed, but as the company's evolved and the market's evolved, I've tightened it yeah. up probably. Um, so once you know what your purpose is, should that be front and center of what you communicate with your website, your brand, how you connect with your clients. I guess that's the final thing we need to explore. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. I mean, if it makes sense, if it's part of your magic, if it's part of your USP, and if it's the thing that sets you apart, then yeah, absolutely. But it might not be necessary to put that front and center. Yeah. The point of purpose is that it's, it's galvanizing and it brings people on board. And if it only needs to bring you on board, um, and your position, your market positioning or what you communicate is slightly different because that's all your client base needs to see, then great. Whereas if you are a purpose-led company, business, organization, yeah, wear it on your sleeve. Yeah. We've talked before about the example of Patagonia or companies yeah. like that. You know, I really buy into their purpose. I discovered yeah. them before I realized really what they were all about. But now I know yeah. it and they position it front and center. And, you know, they've just become... Uh, a beak or where all their profits go to mother earth i mean that i really buy into it makes a lot of sense for that to be front and center in their positioning but they also make a really good product so they could sell it without any of that so Mm. it's really about whether it makes sense and sometimes it can detract if you're waving your values around and your audience are there going (laughs) i don't really care whether you're (laughs) um i just want to buy flowers or whatever um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you're trading off being a sustainable florist and you're foam free, or then then maybe that does make sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it's a case by case thing, isn't it? And I think with everything, you don't do it to tick a box. No. You don't do it because that's what someone's told you to do. You need to be instinctive and you need to think, does this feel yeah. right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think fundamentally, we're just saying you need purpose. We all need a sense of purpose. And without it, life becomes yeah. really dull. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> no, I know we're going to have so much more to unpack on this in the future, but I think that was a really great, hopefully, introduction to your take on purpose, which is so important commercially and for mm. life, isn't yeah. it? I hope so. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in to Style and Substance. We really hope you've enjoyed the show. You can find more information on everything we've talked about by heading to the show notes or by visiting our websites at thebrand-stylist.com or elizabethcairns.com. If you like what you've heard, we'd love a review. We're a brand new show and your support makes all the difference. You can like and subscribe as well as giving us what we hope is a well-deserved five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. 
We'd love to hear what you think of the show too, so please do leave your comments, questions or suggestions for future episodes on our blogs. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Bye.